This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to the interview series. Welcome to the Retail Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Patterson, and we are joined here today with Jason Anderson. He's a Senior Vice President of Branding and Marketing Communications at Cadillac Fairview. Welcome, Jason. Thanks, Craig. How are you doing? Excellent, excellent. And thank you for joining us here. Um, let's talk a little bit about, you know, Cadillac Fairview recently came up with a purpose statement um, around transforming communities for a vibrant tomorrow. Tell me a little bit about how that came about and uh, what's been happening. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's interesting. It's been uh, quite a fascinating year and a half since March of 2020 uh, with the pandemic. And and interestingly, our, our purpose is something that we actually developed uh, back in 2017. And it's been something that's been guiding our company for a few years from uh, for now, for a few years. And what we had decided was um, this has been such an amazing guide for our company over the last few years, even more so during the pandemic over the last eighteen months. And so, what we decided is that it does such a great job for us, helping us make the right decision internally, um, making sure that we're focused on truly transforming communities for a vibrant tomorrow, and recognizing the role that we can play in building great communities. That we figured, why not take the opportunity to share that with the public? It's a it's a very different time right now, so we figured it time was right to to come out and share that uh, externally as well, so that people understand what it is we're really trying to accomplish. And shopping centers have become kind of a community, like in, especially say in suburban locations where there may not be necessarily a town center. Um, is that sort of the role that Cadillac Ferry is looking to say fill, or I guess by default it is in certain markets? Yeah, I mean, certainly by our nature, we have always been a company that's been focused on long-term community building. There's numerous examples across great cities with, within here in Canada, in Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, Calgary, and others. And even now, as we set our sights globally as well, that we are really focused on that long-term contribution of to community. And where we see that coming from is this idea that we believe that there are a number of things going on in the world that is pulling people apart, even before this pandemic, whether it's climate change or the unintended consequences of technology or the generational changes that we're going through geopolitical landscape. We believe there's a, there's a, there's a number of macro factors that are coming together to kind of pull the world apart. And what we're ultimately focused on at the end of the day is bringing people together. That's what we do. We are in the business of bringing people together. And the way we chose to articulate that was with this idea of transforming communities for a vibrant tomorrow and really the recognition that a, that a community is, about more than just the building. You you mentioned the, the shopping center. Certainly shopping centers have played a, an important role in great communities across the country for decades now. But what we want to recognize is that it's more than just the buildings. It's those human moments that happen inside of those buildings and the way that people come together that we think is really quite special. And Cadillac Fairview has been involved in various things. Like for the example with the Olympics, uh, there's been a bit, it's, it's, is it a 10-year partnership? Yes, that's right. Yeah. So back in 2017, we signed uh, a 10-year partnership with the Canadian Olympic Committee to become the the home of Team Canada. And and really the spirit of that, the idea behind it was, it's not just about our buildings being the physical home of Team Canada. It's as much or more so about how do we become the truly emotional and spiritual home of Team Canada, recognizing the role that Team Canada also plays in bringing people together, creating those incredible moments of optimism, pride and excitement. And so we've had this opportunity to partner with them for a few years now. And it's really, it's been really great to work together and, and bring together uh, those moments of optimism for Canadians. Yeah. Now, the pandemic has obviously uh, affected well, everyone in various ways <laughs> in Canada, certainly. Um, has anything uh, changed around, uh, you know, Cadillac Fairview's 
purpose statement uh, as we've gone into the kind of this uncharted territory, at least for in our lifetimes? Yeah, I think what's been amazing is um, really certainly we did not predict the pandemic. I'm not sure anyone did. Uh, but what has really worked out well for our company is this work that we went through in 2016 and 2017 to really figure out what is at the core of who we are as a company? What is the ethos of our company? And that's what landed us on this idea of transforming communities for a vibrant tomorrow. We felt at the time that it was this great balance of being true to who we are as a company and our heritage over a period of decades, but also also aspirationally planting a flag on a place that, that we needed to go. And, and so when we found that really great balance, it worked really well for us at the time. Now, to your point on the pandemic, what has been really interesting through the pandemic is given that these are such uncharted waters and such unprecedented times for all of us, our company has had a number of pretty meaningful examples where we've been able to ask ourselves, well, if we're faced with a tough decision, how would our purpose guide us? And so a couple of quick examples I would share with you. One would be we are one of the few companies that early in the pandemic came out and guaranteed to our employees that no one would get laid off. We made a six-month guarantee to our people that no one would lose their jobs. We also extended that to our third-party contract partners. If we truly believe that people are a competitive advantage, we felt it was important to make that statement in line with our purpose. And then just one other quick example I would share with you when we were faced with this challenge on our retail business with retail clients that were really, truly struggling, what we, what we did is we made the decision that we called every single one of our hundreds and hundreds of clients personally, talk to them about what was going on, seek to understand their business, seek to figure out how we could help them, which included helping them process any number of applications. We helped process uh, almost 1,500 applications for the rent relief program from the federal government. So it's just the, the purpose has been this amazing guide for us to help steer us through some incredibly uncharted waters. So that community is for you know tenants and for visitors and for those working in the center, it's, it sounds like it's fairly comprehensive. Yeah, and that's been maybe one of the biggest cultural changes in our company around recognizing the well, how we define the word community. In the past, our industry tends to define the word community to just be kind of like the geographical space around a building, be it a retail building or an office building or a condo or whatever that might be. We take a much broader view of community. Um, we believe that our, our group of shoppers is a community. Uh, the group of people, the tens of thousands of Canadians that work in retail stores in our malls, they're a community. Us as CFers, our employees, we are a community. And so we take a very broad view of community. Um, and it's important that it's beyond just geography. It's about a group of people with shared interests and how we work with that group of people to uh, to really create something special for the long term. And will there be any activation, say, in the shopping centers themselves um, around any of the initiatives in terms of messaging or um, signage or, or, you know, things that will be happening um, with, with Cadillac Fairview shopping centers? Because, you know, they're among the best in the country. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's, I think, the only landlord that has a consistently, you know, strong portfolio in terms of having A-malls, basically. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's been a large part of the work that we've been doing from the brand and marketing standpoint over the last few years is recognizing that, CF has done an incredible amount of heavy lifting over a period of 15 years or more to get to what is hands down the best portfolio of shopping centers in the country. Um, we can have debates about any individual shopping center in a given market, but in terms of a portfolio of properties across the country, uh, CF's done a lot of work to really think about that. What are the properties that are the standard of excellence in their ind individual market, whether that's TEC in Toronto or Pacific Center in 
uh, Vancouver, Richmond Center in Ottawa, or uh, Polo Park in Winnipeg, just, just as a few examples. And so what we've done from a branding and marketing perspective is just make that more clear to Canadians. So when you look at things like over the years, we've slowly rebranded our properties. It's not just Sherway Gardens, it's CF Sherway Gardens. Introducing CF as a bit of a master brand, as a bit of a quality seal, as a bit of a guarantee of the type of experience you can have. And then what we've also done is also brought that into more of our branding as well. So the example I would share would be, um, while we don't talk real publicly about our purpose, transforming communities for a vibrant tomorrow, we thought it important to capture that in something that gets used across every piece of communications that we do. And it's this, it's this signature that we call meet you there and, and meet you there to us is it's kind of like our version of just do it. Nike's had just do it for decades. Now our version of just do it is meet you there. And, and we think it's a, a really great way to capture the spirit of transforming communities for a vibrant tomorrow. And this idea of bringing people together, we feel like meet you there is a really great way to bring that to life. So whether it's meet you there or the CF icon, or the experiences we bring to life in our properties, like, for example, a, a Christmas tree unveil at the Toronto Eaton Centre that, uh, while has been hampered by uh, COVID, um, has really become an um, exciting, thrilling tradition in the city of Toronto. So we try to think about, like, what are the experiences we can create that bring people together that really embody our purpose? And then how can we brand that in a way that makes sense and that people understand that it's us? Yeah, and Cadillac Fairview has done some really interesting marketing. Were you with the company when um, they brought in Mariah Carey? Uh, yes, to- yes. Yeah, so that, that is a great example of wanting to create a meet you there moment. We partnered with uh, Hudson's Bay and, uh, and were able to bring Mariah Carey into the city of Toronto and do this amazing performance during the holiday season right there at that amazing heritage uh, Hudson Bay uh, store right on Queen Street. No, that was that was a showstopper. I mean, it was. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Yeah. And that was a great moment. It's uh, took a lot of partnership to make it happen because you got to close down the street. You got to work with the city. You got to make sure you manage logistics and security. But if you can get through all those things, it creates a pretty amazing moment to bring people together into something pretty exciting. Yeah, no, it was it was phenomenal. And um, let's talk a little bit about environmental initiatives because this is something that Cadillac Fairview, uh, uh, you know, certainly has been focused on. Uh, I've just got some stats here around emissions. We had uh, Cadillac Fairview had achieved a forty two percent reduction in emissions since two thousand eight. We had energy um, uh, consumption was down five point five in annual annual energy use. Uh, water, uh, we had a seven point two percent annual water reduction. That's actually pretty impressive. Uh, and and um, we had waste. We had uh, successfully diverted 80% of waste materials from landfills uh, and social waste. That was 1.5 million was donated uh, for meaningful change in 2020. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, and, and the social is a bit outside of the um, you know, kind of environmental scope that we're looking yeah, at sure. here, but probably actually it's not because it's probably, <laughs> tell me a little bit about some of the recent initiatives. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, What's interesting is that our, our commitment to sustainability in the environment has, has gone on for years now. We've had a program for years called Green at Work, which is really our commitment to, uh, to make sure that the work we're doing is, yes, long-term and in the spirit of transforming communities for a vibrant tomorrow, but also recognizing that part of our community is our environment and that our work needs to recognize the impact that we have on the environment. We need to minimize that whenever we can. So, it's been a really great commitment over a number of years. And that has led to all those things you said, like you said it all in terms of water reduction, waste reduction, energy reduction, the way we think about the building of, of new buildings, things like that. It's really driven um, and been a key focus for us. And what's been really great about that commitment is, I mean, we have thousands of clients across Canada between our retail and our office properties. 
And what we find is that our clients are absolutely 100% committed to this as well. So it works really well for us to work in partnership with our clients. That's another community that's really important to us. And so we can partner with our clients and think about how we can work together to accomplish all that good that, that you mentioned there. So it's been a really great way to um, do well for the environment, do the right thing, and also demonstrate strong partnership with our clients. And then also recognizing that you know being a good corporate citizen and being responsible is about more than just environmental impact. So that that's some of those other pillars you talked about around recognize the importance of our community, the importance of our people, and the importance of being a great partner. Mm-hmm. And some of the environmental um, initiatives included some of the food courts in the shopping center. Now, things may have changed with the pandemic, um, obviously, but, yeah. um, you know, scullery services being introduced, you know, re- reusable plates and cups, because I- I'm just thinking, you know, many years past, I'm just thinking about being in the shopping center or fast food. Uh, you know, there's a lot of waste that's created, uh, you know, around, you know, single use forks and knives and cups and whatnot. And, and I'd been to the CF Toronto Eaton Center before the pandemic. And, you know, you get actually like hardware, uh, which is great, <laughs> real plates and and, and forks yes. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, no, it's and you're right that I mean, that has changed a bit as a result of the pandemic. But that's a short term thing. And, and we will get through that. There's numerous examples of how uh, companies and individuals have had to adjust plans a bit as a result of the pandemic. But certainly sculleries are a great example. So a property like CF Toronto Eaton Centre is a great example where I talked earlier about that idea of, of needing to partner with our clients. There's a great example where we got to partner with our clients. If we want to put a scullery operation into uh, a food court and, and into what's called the urban eatery at Toronto Eaton Centre, if, if we want to put in a, a scullery so that you can have more permanent cutlery and plates that you're going to use while you have your meal, not only does that provide you an elevated experience because you're not eating out of styrofoam, it's also better for the environment because it's reducing waste. And we got to do it in partnership with our clients because they need to comfortable be comfortable with both the operational implications of receiving and giving out uh, cutlery and dishes that then need to be washed, uh, but also recognizing the cost implications of it as well short term in order to achieve some of those long-term benefits. So sculleries are a really great example of elevating the experience, doing what's right for the environment, partnering with our clients. No, oh, it makes sense. And uh, now, and I'm going to jump back into the purpose statement a little bit more now. Um, yeah, tell me, it was actually released in video format. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. And, and really what that became was just part of the idea of we felt like Like I mentioned earlier, the purpose of transforming communities for a vibrant tomorrow has been such a great guide for us as a company in our decision making, both externally with our clients and our shoppers and internally with our people, that we decided that it was just time to go public with it. So then you start thinking about, okay, well, how do you announce it out to the world? And so you do things like a press release, you do things like put it on your corporate website, which we had refreshed uh, at a similar timing. Um, But then you also realize, well, you need some content out there that's relevant and exciting to people. So we made the decision to pull together a video just using the philosophy that uh, not only is a picture worth a thousand words, but a video is worth a thousand pictures. And so we decided to to pull together a short video video just to give people a sense for what it is that we're trying to accomplish. Terrific. Terrific. And now in terms of aligning with business strategy, um, the, the purpose statement, I mean, it, it sounds like this is a, kind of a holistic approach or tell me a little bit about, uh, uh, you know, the, the goals of it uh, long term for for, you know, clients internally as well as for the public. Yeah, for, of course. Yeah. So so certainly um, this this would be more speaking to uh, to other companies, to business leaders out there. Uh, I think one of the biggest decisions we made was a decision to 
have our purpose sit at the very top of the house. So when you talk about business strategy, yes, it's been important to have a CEO and exec team that's been completely committed to this idea of a purpose. But what's also been important is enshrining it in the right place in the business strategy. And so the decision we made a couple of years ago now was it actually replaced our mission statement. So, so what's used to sit at the very top of our organization was our mission statement uh, and that that should guide every decision going forward and every strategy that gets written. We made a decision at the time that if we really deeply believe in purpose, if we believe in the idea that a purpose is about why you're here and the contributions you want to make to the world, we saw that as sitting above a mission. So I realize that gets a, a little inside and a little corporate. Mm-hmm. Um, but the you know we made the decision that that was going to sit at the very top of the house. So it sits above all business strategy. And our company uh, can now, you know, a few years into this, can confidently say, our company has done an incredible job of inspiring our people around our purpose, helping them feel like they're a part of something bigger than themselves, and then also having a set of values to help guide those behaviors as well. And, and really um, locking in that idea of a purpose and values to guide our company has been amazing in building our culture, uh, building our business and making great decisions. Terrific. And is there anything you can share about the future of, of where things might go, if there's going to be any changes or new initiatives, anything like that, that, uh, that can be discussed? Because, of course, there's always confidentiality. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, no worries. No, I mean, the one thing that we know loud and clear, so throughout this pandemic, We've been absolutely focused on every couple of months, we go in and do research with our shoppers to understand what they're feeling uh, and understand what we can do to to help them and what they're looking for. One thing that has come through loud and clear is the importance of helping people know that they can have a safe experience at our shopping center. And so what we want to do and continue to be focused on is we got to make sure that providing a really safe environment is absolutely table stakes. People need to know that they can go there before they're thinking about having a great time or getting that stuff that they're looking to buy or going out for that meal or that movie, they need to know they're going to have a safe experience and not get sick. Safety is going to need to continue to be a table stakes for us. We've been absolutely 100% committed to that. We work very closely with public health uh, and I've had a number of examples in our properties across the country where public health has been really, uh, really happy with with our commitment there. But what we also need to do is recognize it can't only be about safety. You need to appeal to something higher than that. And so what we're really focused on is how do we think about emotionally, how are people feeling right now? Um, What are they craving? What are they missing in their lives? And there's this idea that people just want to rediscover the things they love the most. And so our focus is safety is table stakes. And then how can we provide experiences that allow people to rediscover what they miss the most in their lives? And that might be, we know that going to a mall is part of it. It might be the ability to finally be able to go on a date in real life for the first time in a long time. It might be the ability to go out for a great meal with your family. It might be the ability to make sure that that sweater fits and looks great before you have to buy it, unlike the way we've had to live for the last year and a half. And so we're just focused on creating experiences that deliver on safety as table stakes and then cater that emotional need of helping people rediscover what they've been missing the most. Terrific. And is, is there anything else you'd like to mention about uh, Cadillac Fairview and its uh, purpose statement and its announcement? Yeah, sure. I mean, last thing I would mention around our purpose is just that we feel this is a really great embodiment of, like I mentioned earlier, not only the heritage of our company and really capturing who we are. We're a bold company. We have a very optimistic view of the future. We have a long-term track record of being long-term focused, and we have a, an incredibly stable owner 
that's as committed to this as we are. And that's been really helpful to navigate through some really difficult waters. Um, so it, we have a purpose that is absolutely true to the heritage of who we are, but also recognizing that that's not enough. We need to aspirationally plant that flag further and go to that place further. And we believe that transforming communities really does that. I, I would encourage um, uh, others who may be listening that uh, that may be in a position to be able to influence this at their company. Um, uh, there's there's no shortage of of reading and listening you can do around the power of purpose. And uh, and I would encourage people to think about how that can provide an incredible North Star for your company the same way it has for us over these last five years. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. This has been Jason Anderson, the Senior Vice President of Brand and Marketing Communications at Cadillac Fairview. And I'm your host today, Craig Patterson, Editor-in-Chief of Retail Insider. Thank you so much for everyone for listening. Take care and bye for now. 